Hello and welcome to Wake Up Take a Minute with Andrea Holman. I hope you are ready to have a wonderful time today learning about my ministry and others who are encouraging you to grow and show love. In a world of noise, it's hard to know who to listen to and who to tune out. Thank you for your bold choice today listening to Wake Up Take a Minute with me, your host, Andrea Holman. Hey y'all, this is Andrea Holman. If you would like to learn more about me, my upcoming music releases, speaking events, songwriting, or podcast that's happening now, please go on over to my website at andreaholman.com or you can visit my Facebook at Official Andrea Holman. There you can get all the latest and greatest. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Wake Up, Take a Minute podcast with your hostess, Andrea Holman. I hope you are enjoying yourself and things are going great in your life. And hopefully at this point in time, you are getting back to some sort of normalcy throughout the quarantine period we have had with coronavirus over the last few months. Things are starting to open up again. The nation is starting to open up again. States are letting people out of their homes. So I certainly hope that at this point, you are starting to get a feeling for what the new normal may be for you and starting to explore what opportunities you have to get out there and rejoin society. Today, I would like to share with you some of the things that I have learned while in quarantine. I know that each of us have had our own experience while in quarantine, and some of these things may have occurred to you as well, but I just wanted to write them down and have them recorded for future use as we go through this process. And quite frankly, we may find ourselves in this process again sooner than later. One of the things I would like to do is I want to actually talk about the meaning behind the word quarantine and also isolation because when I'm looking up information about quarantine, The word isolation also comes up quite often. So here we go. Isolation refers to separating people who are sick from those who are not sick. Quarantine refers to separating people who are or may have been exposed to a pathogen but are not showing signs of illness. So that's the differential. Okay, that's what they're utilizing to differentiate between isolation and quarantine. However, they are basically the same thing. It's just with one of them, you know you're sick. The other one, you could be sick. It's been a very interesting turn of events for me. I found it very funny that people continued to ask me, hey, how are you doing? How are you doing with all of my kids home? And I found it a little funny because people know that I suffer from anxiety. And they really thought that with me being home with the kids would add so much more anxiety to me. But it actually was quite the opposite. I found that being home with the kids actually led to a lot less anxiety in my life. Now, just let me tell you that this was a big shocker to me as well. What I really found out was the driving force behind a lot of my anxiety was the fact that we were so busy. We were overcommitted. My kids, even though they're only signed up for one activity at a time, when you get down to the number of hours you have in a day, the activity, all the practices, 
all the homework, the dinners, the running around for the activities, planned and unplanned playdates, and then the bedtime routine, it all becomes very overwhelming. It's a lot. Let's be honest, that's if they go to bed the first time you ask them to. Let me say two things right here because I know already some of you are judging me in your mind. First of all, I do not think anxiety is funny. My humor and my way of coping with my anxiety is very different potentially from how someone else handles their anxiety. Anxiety affects millions of people. It's been very difficult in my lifetime dealing with it. However, I do find comedic relief sometimes laughing at my anxiety issues, okay? The second thing, don't judge me because it takes a few times to put my kids to bed because I know it happens at your house too. Now, moving on. At some point in time, you have to get to a place where you say, I am drawing the line in the sand. And that is really where I'm at, which means the calendar will no longer rule our life. We have been able to take a lot more time individually with the kids. I learned that they have very creative minds. Not that I didn't know that before, but when you have dedicated time just to sit with your kid one-on-one, you start to notice things about them that maybe you didn't notice before. And each one of my kids are so gifted and talented just in their own way, as is everyone. Everyone has a gift and talent. They just have to take time to hone it and find it and develop it to the next level that they want to take it to if they choose to. So we have had a lot of fun with our kids over the last two months, just really digging into who they are and trying to teach them to really trust their feelings really think through to the next steps once they have thought of something how can they take that question and dig a little deeper finding out more about themselves so we've just taken some time to really do that as well and that is one thing that I have learned to do with each of them really trying to help educate themselves about themselves who they are what they stand for and not that we didn't do that before But it takes on a new meaning when you really have that focused time and you can sit down in your own mind and start making plans to say, how can I help them better themselves in regards to this area or this area? Also, my daughter is coming up on 10 years old and there are a lot of things happening and she is asking a lot of questions and there are a lot of changes taking place. So this quarantine actually gave us a lot of dedicated time to be able to talk to her about herself and changes that she is facing and things that she is feeling. She's going into fifth grade. It's a big deal. There are a lot of things that are different about boys and girls in their emotional aspects as they deal with their friends, and that is something we are working through now as well. So I have enjoyed the time being able to speak with her about how she really navigates her friendships and develops friendships and what to look for in those friendships to make sure that as she moves forward, she has a good handle on really who she is and that she is able to share her feelings effectively with others and helping them understand her point of view. So one thing I know for sure is that we need to be less committed to external things and we need to reassess the aspect of is that activity critical in our child's growth in order to help them be a better person, build their character, or continue to build them up with their self-confidence? What do you gain from that activity? And is it worth all the time, effort, and energy 
running and anxiety that it's going to potentially cause in the family. So just look at things more holistically now. And that is definitely something I am taking away from this time period. Like I said, Probably these are not new epiphanies for anyone else, but these are some of the things that are just standing out to me as good lessons that I have taken away from this experience. I have found that I do make a lot of excuses for not wanting to do things that just I really don't want to do. Like, I really do have time to work out if I would do it. You will make time for the things that are important to you. That's the bottom line. Things become important to us at different points in our life. Sometimes we're really focused on exercising, you know, in our youth, and we get distracted and busy, and then other times we're brought back into that maybe later in life due to a health issue or something. For me, we have actually purchased bikes. We have been going occasionally on bike rides. That has been fun for the whole family. It's a good bonding experience. So that has made it more fun. Being able to exercise and do something that is exercise but doesn't seem like it so much, maybe hiking, biking, swimming, things like that as a family, it makes it more engaging. And then, of course, you're building memories on top of that. Purchasing the bikes during quarantine and being able to go and do some family activities, plus reframe how I think about working out as exercise, that has now become more important to me because it's something that I can do with the family, create great memories, and... I have a new perspective on how activity and exercise goes together. Let me tell you something else. That face mask, it makes me look fat. And I'm not talking P-H-A-T either. So I'm getting up and I'm moving. Quarantine increased the waistline. It didn't help that I was wearing spandex. I realized you actually had to move in the spandex to make it work. Go figure. So if you're like me, I would like to encourage you to take a new look at activities and opportunities that have not interested you in the past. You might find that you have a new perspective on them and find a new passion. Another thing I have learned is about the human spirit, the need for connectivity and the brilliance and imagination that we each carry in us as a person. You know, people, I think we have surprised ourselves at some of the creativity we have. We've been so busy with our lives living that we really didn't live in our life. That's one of the things I've seen. People have started drawing, painting, creating new businesses in the back of their mind and they've thought about it before but they didn't have the time to investigate it. All kinds of new incredible things that I've seen and I'm like wow that is just amazing to me that people really do have that within themselves and if we would just take the time to kind of step back and really think about what makes us happy and why we're here and dig a little bit into what our purpose is we could just really unleash an incredible opportunity within us and that to me is pretty awesome. I think it's interesting as well that people have learned during this time that we need each other more than we thought we did. We live in neighborhoods. You know, how many of us really know our neighbors? Now, I'm a very social person, so I have to say I really did know a lot of my neighbors. But for someone who maybe isn't so social, how do you get to know your neighbors? I have seen more people out with their kids, out walking, out doing all kinds of activities 
since the beginning of this than I have in the entire time we've lived in the neighborhood. And we actually do have a pretty involved neighborhood. People are out and about quite a bit. The human spirit is pretty resilient. It's amazing the way that we have been designed to need each other, to be able to interact with each other and have that feeling of community and connection with each other. One of the biggest things I've learned from this is how important our words are. Just speaking a few words to someone can really, really change the trajectory of their day. We really need to take the time that when we feel that feeling in us to say, hey, maybe I should spend a few more seconds with this person to see if they really are doing okay. And we step out of our comfort zone maybe a little bit to help our words be impactful to someone. That is so key during this time. And I think it's just been a wonderful way for us to really help each other through this time because we We are isolated, but we are in it together. Also, technology has given us that opportunity to help the kids, the parents, and the grandparents through this crazy time. What a wonderful opportunity it is that we had technology in this day and age. I can't imagine living in pre-technology and even pre-letter carrying, like for you people who don't know what mail is, like the old letters, you know, that we used to hand write and put it in an envelope and it would go by Pony Express to the next town or village, you know, your cousin could have had a baby and it may take you two and a half years to find out that she even had a baby. You don't even know yet because the letter didn't come. It takes a long time for things to catch up, but thank God we had technology that is so fast and able to adapt quickly so that we could actually interact with each other more efficiently. I know that from my experience during quarantine, I will never be the same. And I will look at things very differently, including the rights I have as a citizen, all of the opportunities that are presented to me, all the times that I may take something for granted, not knowing when the next time may be that I'm not able to do that. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to be with me today. I know that during this quarantine process that I have learned quite a bit and I have been enlightened to new activities and new ways of thinking that will be with me for the rest of my life. I want to encourage you to, as you go through finding your new normal, to schedule less on your calendar, take more time with your kids, stop making excuses and make time for the important things in life. Feed your creativity. Allow yourself to have the time to do that. You never know what passion you have inside of you waiting. Get connected, whatever it takes. Just go ahead and dive in and create new ways for you to become connected in the community. Most of all, don't underestimate your impact, whether it's your words or your actions or you just being involved in someone else's life. Do not underestimate the power of you. You are special, you are needed, and unless we have you in this world to give us your impact, we will never know what it was meant to be. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for your time. As always, I would like to say, be you, because I'm taken. Hello, this is Andrea Holman. You're listening to Wake Up, Take a Minute podcast. I wanted to share with you my mission today. My mission is to help others be authentic and grow to find their wake-up-take-a-minute moment and step out into their purpose. Remember, be you, I'm taken.
This episode is sponsored by In His Hands Promotions and Ministries, helping others share their gifts and God's message of love. You can contact them at info.inhishands at gmail.com.